Hey, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Stephen Webb and this is Stillness in the Storms and Living Deeper Lives. It's kind of two podcasts in one. So some of them we're talking about getting some inner peace. And other ones we're talking about living deeper lives and going deeper into what it means to be a human. This week I want to talk about being lonely and I want to really talk about it doesn't matter whether you're in a relationship or whether you're not in a relationship or whether you're just elderly or feeling alone as a teenager. There's something about humans that every now and again we feel alone and you can be with somebody. You can be literally I was in a relationship and my partner would crawl into bed and even some nights we would cuddle up but I felt alone. I They were there but they weren't present and I'm sure all of you can relate to that at some point. So how do we deal with loneliness? What does it mean to be lonely? Why do humans feel lonely? That's what I want to talk about on this podcast. So let's get on with it. Let's face it, even if you're a child when you're like maybe five, six years old, at some point you'll feel lonely. You'll, You'll feel like you don't fit in. And we spend so much of our lives after we develop the ego at the age of one, one and a half years old, trying to find out where we fit into the world. And when we become, when we're at school, we're trying to fit in with the in crowd. We we even change ourselves to fit in. And all of this is to avoid the the pain and suffering of of feeling alone. We don't like feeling alone. And it's, it's funny because... Why is that? What? Why do we have to feel like we have to be with somebody or we have to feel like we're part of something? There's, there's some kind of, whether it's self-love or self-respect, there's something about when you're in a relationship or when you're in that gang or when you're part of something that you almost feel more whole. And I, I'm paralyzed just below the neck and I'm in an electric wheelchair and being a being a man and being a male macho man, I thought that being in a relationship, having a girlfriend made me into more of a man. There I was. I, I've got a girlfriend, you know, I'm not paralyzed, I'm not useless, I'm you know, I'm manly here. So I thought having a girlfriend shown people that I was something. And I guess that's the same with trying to fit in with whether it's into a gang or in with the locals or whether it's Hell's Angels or Mafia. You know, I know that's a stretch from in the relationship to the Mafia. But it's all been part of something bigger than ourselves. And when we're at home alone, we don't feel part of that bigger picture. Who are we? What are we? Um, why do we feel so lonely? Why is it so... Why is it so painful to feel alone? You know? Humans humans have evolved to be separate creatures, to live a separate life. You know, on the spiritual sense, we're trying to be part of the bigger picture. We're trying to be finding our way home, Wayne Dyer would say. So what what is the real big issue with just sitting in loneliness for a while? But we don't like it. It's really painful. The older we get now, more people are living alone. More people are not in relationships later on. You know, I'm 47. I'm not in a relationship at the moment. I have been most of my life. 
you know, this is the first time in my life that I really lived alone. Um, I have carers. They stay at night. They don't stay if I've got friends over and things like that. But it comes down to more and more of us are living single lives. We're in our 40s, 50s. Even in relationships, we're living in separate houses. And there's this great future generation or our generation when we get to older age we're going to be living alone there's going to be more loneliness than ever and i remember the biggest study ever in human history that they were they found over two thousand people and that they followed them year after year after year and they took their bloods and they looked at their health each year. They also done a questionnaire of how they felt and everything. And when they got to their 70s, 75s, obviously there's a lot less of them because some of them have passed away and moved on. They lost um, contact. But the ones that were left, the healthier ones, they decided to look back in the 50s and see what, see what led to them being more healthier. And they thought it would be exercise. They thought it would be eating healthy and all. And it wasn't. It was the fact that in the 50s, when they were 50s, in their 60s, they had people around them. They had people that they could talk to, that they could bounce off, that they could spend time with. They had someone around that made them feel secure and safe in life. And I think that's one of the main reasons about why we don't like to feel alone. When we're alone, we feel as if nobody's got our back. We feel as if nobody's going to be there for us. And that's why you can be in a relationship and perhaps that partner is disengaged. Perhaps there's something going on. Perhaps they're not interested in being in a relationship with you anymore. I don't have any reason why. And I don't want you to, if you're in a relationship and you're feeling a little bit alone, I don't want to put thoughts into your head to what your partner is thinking. But we can certainly be in a relationship and feel alone. And what is that loneliness? Is it really just the fact that we haven't got no one to talk to? Or is it something deeper that we feel as if loneliness is an evolved state in order to help protect us? Because in groups, we're safer. When we have someone to have our back, we're safer. If I was going to go into a forest that I did not know, I'd much rather go in with two or three of us as a group than I would alone. So it makes sense to evolve this fear of loneliness, that, that a feeling of uncomfortable to be alone. But is that all it is? Is it literally just something that's evolved and now we're suffering because of it? Or is there something deeper down on the spiritual sense that means we have to have this real connection with people? Or even if it's not with people, with animals and dogs. My I, little bounty passed away last year and I miss him greatly. What do I miss? I miss the companionship. I miss the fact that I woke up in the night and he was there. I used to wake up every night and I put my arm out and I would stroke him a couple of times because I got two single beds next to each other. Because it's so much easier to dress me when we move one of the beds out and Karis can get either side. So when my partner moved out, literally he had a whole single bed to himself. So I would reach out my arm to him and I would stroke him in the night. And I always thought I was comforting him. 
And I may be, maybe I was, I don't know. But when he'd gone, I realised it was comfort for me, knowing he was there. What could he do? I don't know. But just knowing he was there. And in the morning, when I used to sit up and do my meditation at 6 o'clock or 6.30, he used to hear the Insight Timer. And a plug now, on Insight Timer, there's my meditations, if you ever want to check it out. Just type in Insight Timer on Android or Apple. So when he, when, whenever the bell used to go on Insight Timer, he used to come and plonk himself right next to me. And I, I always wonder whether it's because he knew nothing was going to happen for 30 minutes. Or maybe he came and plonked next to me because he knew I wasn't going to move. And he felt safe and he wanted to relax and he wanted to feel that connection. I don't know. I remember lying there and breathing the same time as he was breathing. A little bit difficult because he was a little westy and I had great big lungs that I've got. But I could breathe for so long. Same breath as him. And when I had my hand on him, there was that connection. I don't know whether he felt it, but I felt it. And I miss that. I really do miss that. So what is it about this loneliness? What is it we're longing? And I really do think it's that sense of safety. That sense of someone's there to have my back. So what can we do about the loneliness? Well, what is there we can do in our lives on a practical sense? Well... We can rephrase what loneliness is. Instead of making loneliness a part of who we are and saying, I am lonely, we can say, I'm feeling lonely. And we can recognize it as something that comes and goes. So if you're feeling lonely, you could do this exercise and you can sit down and take a few deep breaths and I'm feeling lonely. What part of the body is that loneliness felt in? And you can identify where it's to in the body. And you could give it a colour. What colour is that loneliness? What texture? What does it look like? So you've now got a part of the body, a texture and a colour. For me, loneliness really is more in my chest. It's like a square shaped. It's quite smooth. Not totally smooth, not silky smooth, but like a matte smooth. And I would say it's like a purple colour. And when you identify it as an object, you can go, well, bring this loneliness in. Let the, lonely, let the loneliness fade. Can I say that quickly when you're drunk? Let the loneliness... So you can like bring the loneliness up. And let it fade away. And you can imagine the object inside of you doing that. And it gives you control over the feeling of this loneliness. But if you recognize what it is, look at it and go, well, I'm feeling lonely because of this. Nothing wrong with feeling lonely. There's nothing wrong with having these feelings. You know, very often the advice is, well, if you're feeling lonely, get out, phone someone, do something. No, sit in it. And you'll realize it's not the fact that you're missing someone. Very often it's the fact that you're missing what that someone, you feel that someone gives you. And it's very often security or a sense of somebody's there. A safety net. 
you know to have someone to bounce ideas off to chat to to reinforce and say you're okay you're doing okay and you're right <laughs> we always like someone to say we're right <laughs> i certainly do it's like having that conversation yeah, i know i totally agree it's like yes we got a connection um very similar to the enemy of my enemy as my friend when i was more of a teenager he used to sit around the table and go oh, i can't believe how they were and they would go i oh, know it's exactly the same especially in this really politicized world at the moment you sit down with someone and they dislike the same politics as you oh my god it's like it's like that connection instantly isn't it it doesn't it doesn't matter what they look like or what they're doing they just instantly you instantly bond with somebody that disagrees um or d dislikes the same things you dislike that's very very powerful this thing with loneliness you know we really have to sit with it and be okay with it we can't change it you can't push it away because like all feelings the more you push them away the more they arise and i always i always look at feelings whether it's anxiety loneliness anger whatever they are it's imagine you're on a beach and when you were a young child you always used to or it doesn't even have to be a beach, just a river or something somewhere. And you try to do a little dam. Maybe it's a man thing, maybe it's a boy thing. But you used to build this little dam. And you used to try to redirect the water or even stop it. And you have great big ambitions because you don't realize there's never ending amount of water. And at some point, you're really successful. And you could block it out and you could stop the water for just a moment. And then before you know it, the water overflows you. And that's the same with emotions. If you block them out or try to push them away, at some point they will drown you. You know, at some point that loneliness or at some point that anxiety will put you on your ass on the kitchen floor with your head between your knees. I can't cope, can't deal with this anymore. Pull the curtains lock the doors get everybody out of my life i i need time out and that's because of the overwhelm and i talk about overwhelm on other shows and i might revisit again in the coming weeks but we very often try to push away these feelings loneliness is a beautiful feeling and when we when we change our reflection of the way we see these things the way we can handle them changes and loneliness is one of the great ones that if we look at loneliness as a beautiful feeling that comes and goes you could never be lonely unless at some point you had someone unless at some point you had that security and safety of someone being there for you which means at some point it can be returned it can be there even if it's just in your heart sometimes it can be there you don't have to be with people to be not lonely. You just have to believe you're not alone in this thinking. You're not alone in this feeling and perhaps grief. Very often someone just saying to you, I feel the pain too. Sometimes I'm lonely as well. Sometimes that's enough. Um, I don't know if you can hear my belly rumbling, but it's rumbling. So I'm Stephen Webb and this is 
Stillness in the Storms and Living Deeper Lives podcast and hopefully you subscribe. If you can leave me a review, that's brilliant. If you go to stillnessinthestorms.com, you can support me, download free meditations. You can download a book, Finding Your Inner Peace. Most of all, you can I can help you through some difficult times in your life. And I can help you through loneliness. And if you are particularly suffering from loneliness at the moment, head over to Stillness in the Storms and click the chat button. Book in a chat with me. Totally free. Just 20 minutes. And they'll come with a little page that'll say, only do this as Stephen told you to. Well, I'm telling you to. Book in a chat with me if you're feeling lonely. And you'd like me to help in some way reframe it for you. Take care. Love you guys. And thank you for listening. And thank you for being here today with me. Have a great week.